Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Pre-season is underway for the new season. New season in real life, new season of Let's Talk Tottenham. And we've got a brand new intro video uh, for those on uh, audio. Just listen to the audio, you won't get the video, but you'll get the nice little uh, jingle and catchy music with it. Uh, and then after that, we're talking about Sun's four-year deal. Harry's still up in the air, his transfer stuff. Uh, but Galini and Jill are in. Lamelo is off, which is a bit annoying. I quite like him. Romero, will he come? Will he not? Leighton Orient games, Colchester games, Dane Scarlett looking very good. Uh, and the new kit, the new away kit, I mean, that's a conversation all in itself. Uh, so we talk about all that and much, much more on Let's Talk. Welcome, Galini, four years, son. like the new video let me know what you think uh, i am toying with the idea and possibly very likely at this stage to be going live uh, live uh, videos come the new season uh, on monday evenings around about eight o'clock i reckon uh, a few things to sort out though so it's not guaranteed yet but watch this space uh but yeah let's still start on a happy happy thing son uh harry we don't know whether he's coming or going or, or staying rather staying or going but one of our world-class players son is but for another four years been long long overdue this whole tra uh, contract saga with him has been going on for a little while now uh, but thankfully it's signed and yeah he's now signed up for another four years <laughs> it's a pity he can't have a word with harry and get him to sign as well but th th this whole newspaper stuff with harry is just absolute nonsense no one really knows other than Kane and maybe his brother and his brother's getting a load of flack as well, which uh, is very strange. Um, you know, if, if, you know, we'd have uh, committed to uh, doing what Harry wanted and, and, you know, shown ambition, then he wouldn't even be considering leaving and his brother wouldn't have a say in it at all. So I don't know why his brother's getting a load of flack. But anyway, I said we'd start on a happy note. Son. Been a breath of fresh air. You never ever see him in a bad mood other than when we lose. Generally, he's always a happy guy and seems to be quite popular amongst the players and for us fans, a superb player and clinical. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if Harry does go, then you're going to have to fill that void to get a Sun firing again. But, you know, Nuno, new manager, new system maybe, may suit Sun. You may find a system that suits him, but it's very, you know, we, we talk about Harry leaving and we're not showing enough ambition. You let Sun go or his contract go down, that's not showing ambition at all because he's one of the best players in the world. So to get him signed up for another four years, I think that'll make him 31, 32 maybe, or 30 uh, when that's over, if he doesn't sign a new one. But massive, massive news. And, you know, I wonder if Paratici had anything to do with that. Uh, something tells me possibly did uh but yeah i mean and does that mean that son knows something that we don't on who's coming in or what's happening with harry or the, the way that nuno's play gonna play so i think son signing a new four-year deal is nothing but brilliant news for us absolutely superb and then we're making headway as well i, I started this video and uh the intro and everything like that uh 
<laughs> yesterday. So <laughs> I made the video and then we've signed another player and let another player go. But we will be talking about that. Uh, first off, Lamella. Um, polarising character. Some people love him. Some people hate him. I think what, what you can't question, other than the Brighton game when we lost 3-0 and he let the cross go in in the first two minutes, other than that, so we'll gloss over that. But you, you can't question his dedication and his uh, effort. And for me, like, some of the, the skill he has is, isn't in question either. You look at the Rabonas and some of the things he does, the skill is not in question. It's the consistency of that skill and the performances, which will always be in question because it's just stop start a lot and and the injuries don't help the injuries don't help so it's possibly not too bad in a way that we have let him go because he is slightly injury prone and he doesn't really get a decent run in the team because it's always uh interrupted by injuries um but yeah um he's a battler he always puts an effort in gets his foot stuck in and Certainly last year in Mourinho, if the crowds were there, he'd have been the one, I think, to get the crowd going, putting effort in, putting a crunching tackle in. Um, so I will definitely miss something from him. But, you know, we, we have got Hoiberg in the middle, who is a warrior as well. Um, Skip, maybe. I haven't seen too much of him at Norwich, to be honest, last year. Uh, but he'll obviously want something to prove because he's uh, come through the youth system, one of our own as well, like ha the Harrys. So he'll want something to prove and and hopefully a battler as well. And hopefully we get a defender in who's a battler too. Um, but yeah, sad to see Lamella go, but he has been here since 2012, so eight, nine years. And while we've seen glimpses of genius, it's just not the consistency that you need really. Uh, and like I said, with the injuries, I think he's about 28, 29. So it's probably about time to let him go. And it means we've got a player who... I don't know if we paid anything for Gil, Jill, Heel. I don't know how you pronounce it. I've seen it all on Twitter today, but we'll call him Gil in this. And if it's uh, incorrect, then further down the line, when I find that out, I'll put an apology on there. Um, but yeah, I've seen clips of him. Looks like a winger and uh, a winger who first thought is take people on. My only worry with that is... I mean, if we keep Harry, we've got a playmaker, but if we lose him, who's giving him the ball quickly? So he is one-on-one -on -one with these defenders. But from the videos that I've seen, if you can get him one-on-one, -on -one, he can skim past people and, you know, very good there. Uh, from Sevilla, who... Sevilla aren't a bad team, so it's not a bad signing, and it looks like we're not going to pay anything, or, or if we are, very little, uh, because of the Lamella swap. So he's... Fairly young as well. So Nuno is a coach, like Pochettino is a coach. Mourinho was a manager, wasn't really a coach. So if Nuno's there a long time, so is Gil, then he can mould him into the player that he wants. Uh, so I think it's a win-win in that situation. Obviously, if uh, <laughs> Nuno doesn't last that long, then you need another coach in to take on that good work with him. Um, but yeah. Bittersweet, really. We've got a good player coming in by the look of things, but we've got a, a player that I quite like, Lamella, going the other way. And, and Lamella get, got so much criticism, and yeah, rightly so, he got sent off against Arsenal. But at least he showed a bit of bottle there, which was more than some of the players were doing. And he always showed that kind of bottle and effort and fire. Uh, but the inconsistency was there in the performances. But, you know, he got the flat for that, whereas that could have been handed to a number of players. So sad to see him go, but, you know, 
And the other player that we've got in, uh, Galina, Galini, sorry, uh, on loan with a view to buy, I think it's about £13 million, 12.98, something like that, uh, to sign him permanently. He's Atalanta's number one goalkeeper, was last season. Um, so, yes, he's fairly young as well. So, obviously, it's no secret Hugo's getting on a bit. Uh, so, it looks like it's going to be one for the future. Will he be number one? I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, I think Hugo will keep that until he retires. But you, when you're going to have a number one who's retiring and then a number two, essentially, which I think Galini will be, you have to give him game time. And it can't just be like Europa conference or whatever that hell that competition is because that's not really a competition league cup fine but that 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 and fa cup that that relies on you getting far in that so he needs to have a few games if he is going to be the uh one to replace him if we're not going to get a ready-made number one when hugo does hang up his gloves and galini is the next one because we're going to exercise that option to buy then he needs to have some game time in premier league and and bigger games and I'm not sure he will. Uh, he may do. He may do. I uh, hope he does. Uh, yeah, uh, big shoes to fill, or should I say big gloves to fill with Hugo. He's been superb for us. He's obviously made his fair share of mistakes in the last few seasons, but for about three, four seasons, he was absolutely superb. One of the best in the world, certainly in the league. Um, so, yeah, big, big shoes to fill there. Uh, Defence still... Uh, I can't remember the Japanese guy. Is it Tomasaki? I could have butchered that, so I do apologise. But I've read today that he's injured, so that's maybe making us go, mm. but, you know, he ain't going to be injured forever, is he? If you want him, I think it's about 20 million. In this day and age, for a young player, that's not particularly expensive. And then Romero, from Atalanta again, although he is at Juventus on loan at Atalanta, but he's, he was on loan somewhere last year as well. So either Juventus don't rate him that highly or that 23 is one for the future. Um, and they're giving him some game time because they've got players that are ahead of him. But in which case, why sell him for 50 odd million, which again, isn't particularly expensive. Although Ben White, one of uh, Brighton's uh, best players has gone for around 50 million to Arsenal. So Maybe that is the going rate for a central defender these days. But again, the negotiations, every, I mean, I get all my stuff on Twitter, so I take it with a pinch of salt a lot of the time. The amount of people I've seen us linked with today anyway. But from what I've, I've seen, quite a lot of reports that negotiations are still underway and that we've, we've agreed personal terms with him. And it's just, I really hope it's not the levy doing levy and just, you know, I don't want to pay that extra two million when I'm paying fifty anyway. It's just, who gives a shit about that? an extra two million if you're paying fifty? Just pay the bloody stuff. You know, I saw something from Paratici today that said something similar, whether it's from him or whether it was a paraphrase. But if you really want a player, you pay the money that the team want because you need that player. And I really hope that he did say that, and I really hope that he's telling Levy all of that and making Levy do that. But the fact that this is still going on and on and on and on and on doesn't fill me with a great bit of hope, to be honest with you. Uh, but I hope I'm proved wrong. Because from all reports, he's a proper good defender and fairly commanding defender, fairly tall, I think. But like I've said, I don't think we need a brand new back four or and, and or goalkeeper. I think we just need one commanding centre-back. He'll dictate that line 
everyone else follows suit and and that is my line you follow the line i'll tell you when to move up and back uh and as long as those back four or three or or five or whatever nuno's going to do play regularly then they'll get that communication and uh, uh knowledge with each other and familiarity so i don't I, you know where, where's morgan when leicester won the league not the greatest defender in the world at all he was at forest in the championship not that long before that but commanding center back it was his line it was fairly simple no one did anything stupid you had hoof there as well as a bit experienced as well but again not the greatest defender but yet they hardly conceded any goals because they had a structure at the back there and everyone knew their jobs which last year in Mourinho you know it was like it was like formation and, and lineup bingo no one knew what he was doing changed from three at the back and four then five and then different defenders different players different midfielders no one knew what the hell was going on Sun Kane and uh Loris and Hoiberg were the only mainstays they were all playing the rest was up for grabs and changed every week so you need that familiarity with Pochettino literally it was the same formation all that changed was the personnel and the main core of it stayed the same it was only injuries and suspensions and resting if we had a big Champions League game or, or, or cup game few days afterwards but it was the same formation and the same structure of play so everyone knew their job so if you were brought in to play in that position you knew exactly what that position was with Mourinho it's different position different structure different formation every single week and you you, you know you can't get that familiarity and you, no one knows what they're doing so you can't have that um so yeah so hopefully with Nuno anyway that that will happen and we can get this commanding center back in and that will help our defence no end, I think. I still think we need a playmaker, but remains to be seen. You've got Skip coming back. Maybe he can be a partnership with Hoiberg and then the playmaking could go to uh, Undombele. He's shown some passing ability, but then obviously with him further up, you lose him skimming someone on the halfway line, playing a bit deep, and then the game opens up, which for that, if he could do that, that would help Gill and Son or whoever's on the wing no end. Um, yeah, I mean, there's options there, but I would like a playmaker. And Awar from Leon, I, I butchered, butchered that name as well. From what I've read, he's available for about 15 million. He's 22, something like that. Playmaker, he's obviously played with Ndombele at Leon. Uh, I've read that him and um, Ndombele ripped Man City apart in the Champions League when they played him at Leon. Um, and 15 million for 22 year old, just bring him in. I still think we need a playmaker, but maybe Nuno doesn't really play with one, doesn't really think we need one. But I think with that, you you generally don't have the ball as much. And after last year, I don't think a lot of fans are going to be too appreciative if they're paying money to go to the ground. It's boring football again after the last year and a half of Mourinho that we had, whereas a playmaker sorts it out. But then maybe we are keeping Kane, we're going to get a striker in and Kane's going to be playing more of a kind of Rooney Sheringham role and a bit deeper but for me personally i'd like a playmaker and that hour i think would fit the bill massively within budget young moldable um but yeah and then there's delhi you know what happens with delhi I, I i've said for a long 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 time there's players that fit into systems and don't fit into other systems under Pochettino, it's perfect system for delhi you had ericsson as the number 10 but had the license to go wherever he wanted the amount of times you saw him picking it up from Toby or Jan, literally off their feet. 
creates a massive, huge gap. You've got Kane running the, the channel, uh, Sun on the other channel, leaves a huge gap in the middle. Delhi, who's f- playing fairly deep, able to ghost in unopposed and, and, you know, gets all the space. And then because we played quick football, we had an Ericsson who could spot a pass. Um, it, it suited him to, to a T, really. And I think he's far better off the ball than he is on it. So I don't see him as a playmaker or anything like that because I don't think he's good enough with the ball or the passing. He's more of an instinctive player, so he needs a space, I think. Uh, Mourinho didn't suit him at all because it was all about, you know, building play up and counter-attack, and he's not particularly quick. Uh, but when there's a huge, huge gap like there was in the Pochettino years, you don't necessarily need to be quick because the play is quick and then you can just ghost in. Uh, so it remains to be seen. If Nuno plays into a similar style or, or a way that gets the best out of De- Delhi and can get him ghosting in, I think we'll see the best of him. If not, I think by January, it'll be time to cut our losses with him, which is a shame because he's a good player. We've obviously seen that. I also think as well, like Pogba, he's... Uh, Hearts maybe not in football, maybe more in the uh, promotional side and his uh, his um, brand, if you will. Um, I hope not because I mean, he was a mainstay in the England squad not that long ago, and now he's oh, he, he's not even in the C C list, like C team list, uh, which is a real shame. But if he can get back to his best, we've obviously got a player there, someone who can finish and. Yeah, hopefully Nuno can um, find a way to integrate him in. But then, uh, and what that happens as well, what happens there as well, if you can do that and get the best out of him, you've then got competition for places again. I don't think it helped with uh, the fact that towards the end of the Pochettino era, he was guaranteed to play, really. Guaranteed. And there was no competition for him. So he didn't really need to try that hard because he knew where well, I'm playing anyway. Orvio said something similar at right back. Uh, yeah, something similar that he knew he was playing. So you need that competition for places. Uh, I think Orvio will get competition if he stays. Orvio will get competition because Doherty, I think, will be uh, Nuno's number one, being that he knew him at Wolves. And if he does play three at the back and wing backs, that's where he played. Uh, Vegion to a T. Uh, Sessignon, he's not a full back, wing back, maybe, certainly a winger. So maybe that will give um, competition to Gill. Bergwijn, Sun, wherever Sun is going to play. But yeah, I, I don't think we need a huge amount of players. I don't think we're in that much dire straits as, as some people make out. Obviously, we've got some people that we need to ship out. But I don't think we need a revamp of the entire squad. Obviously, if Harry goes, we really need to think about something. We really need a top striker in. But let's say Harry stays. I don't think we need a huge amount. I think we need a commanding centre-back and a playmaker. And I think a lot of the players are stale because it's the same group of players and a lot of the players, there's no competition there really. So I think get those in. A commanding centre-back, I think, I like Sanchez. Should he go? Probably. There's talk of Ramiro for Sanchez, which I don't think would be a bad deal. But I do like Sanchez, but you can tell when he's not confident because he starts letting the ball bounce. And uh, Dyer, hmm. but again, if and and Vodon is the future, but again, and, and Tanganga as well, all of those need a commanding centre back with them. Maybe not an older centre back, but someone who is, I'm the leader here, 
you're following me. And exactly like Dawson did with King when he first joined. And then look how Dawson turned out. He was captain after that. So I think uh, that's what we need in the playmaker because playing with 30% of the ball and chasing after the ball doesn't really suit us at all. And, and Winks, he, he, he needs the ball to be effective. He can't be chasing and just keeping position. So I think if, if, if we change up the way we play and we have the ball, you'll see a new Winks. Sissoko, maybe that's time for him to go. He's getting on a bit, so I'd say for him to go. Dyer Sanchez, maybe for one of them. But yeah, this shipping out 10 players, I don't buy that at all, really. I mean, if you've got a good offers for a lot of them, then yeah, and then get younger people in. But again, it all, it all depends on Nuno's model and, and formation and, and way of playing. But I think a lot of our players have got stale and bored and, and no competition and you bring in a new manager, that might change that, but you bring in a new face, a couple of new faces. The defenders as well last year, I think, were so terrified of making the mistake, they hardly did anything. No one was commanding because they didn't want to get in trouble for Mourinho. I think that will completely change with Nuno. I think he'll be much more of a Pochettino arm around the shoulder kind of manager rather than a dictator, almost, like Mourinho was. But you get a commanding centre-back, you get someone in charge, that will give the others a confidence because they know they've got someone they can rely on who will help them out midfield you know we keep the ball that will give Winks confidence because he, he can play with the ball instead of having a chase and again with Mourinho he I think absolutely terrified of making mistakes and never did anything um, and on Belay well he got called out by Mourinho and then turned it round so I think he's I'm glad we haven't sold him Bergvon, I think, could have a really good season. I think his um, confidence was absolutely shot to pieces after the miss at Anfield and then the ridiculous, disgusting uh, abuse he got afterwards. Young young man, remember, moved moved uh, from his native country, still young, and I think it really took it out of him. But that Villa goal that he scored towards the end of last season was him back to his best, getting the ball running at people. But he could be a wing-back. Tommy from Tommy Talks Ball was on here not that long ago and said something similar. Uh, he was the first one to say it, not me. So I'll give him credit for that. So I think he's right. I think um, he could be a wing back on the right. You obviously got Tanganga. You got uh, Sessignon to come back. Skip, who could have a real good season. Uh, and then Scarlett, what do we do with him? Uh, Leighton Orient, Colchester, 1 0 Orient, 3 0 Colchester, Sun, Mora, Delhi. And, and Mora's another one. Um, give him space. He's like Lamella, to be honest. So if, if an offer came in for him, I probably would get him. Uh, even though that Ajax the goal, it'll, I'll forever be indebted to him. But those three on the score sheet, it's obviously Colchester's pre-season, yes. But that's good to see them going. And Scarlett against Leighton Orvian, him and Niall John, I thought looked really good. Scarlett took his goals really well. I, I, I think he... Did he get one against Colchester, but it was chalked offside? It was either Leighton Orient or Colchester he scored and it was chalked offside, but it was a really good first-time finish and a good run. And his goal against Leighton Orient, really good finish. And that was put through by Mora, to be fair. But again, you could have a new Lisa Life for Mora if you get like a new midfield in and, and, and a more attacking play. Uh, but Scarlett, he's 17. I would say he needs to go on loan. It, it, if he's going to play game time, 
and not just Europa Conference League and early uh, League Cup and FA Cup. But if he's going to play a few league games, be on the bench, come on with half an hour to go fairly regularly, keep him and see what he can do. Um, if he's not, get him out on loan and give him some game time because, yeah, you'll be able to learn off Kane and other players, but you learn maybe 10% there, you learn 90% by actually playing. So if he's not going to play, ship him out on loan. Along with it, or you know, Alfie Divide, Nile John, if they're not going to play, ship them out on loan, get them game time. Uh, but a real, real good prospects. Uh, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> lastly, let's talk about this away kit. Uh, it's a short episode, this one. So the away kit, it looks like someone's just stood on top of a ladder, on top of a canvas, chucked a load of different paint on, uh, mixed it around with a stick. Uh, and then stuck our logo, our sponsors on there, and then put it into the shape of a shirt and peeled it off. But having said that, as <laughs> ridiculous as it does look, I think it will grow on me, and I think I'll probably end up buying it. And the fact that it's not our regular kit, it's an away kit, means we won't wear it that often. So I think it will grow on us and, and it makes us unique for a start and, and none of the players will have to moan about not seeing where the other players are on the pitch. Um, but yeah, I think it will be a grow. I'm, I'm, the more I see it, the more I quite like it, which slightly worrying. Anyway, that's about it. Um, obviously, there's hammy, hammy rumours keep going on and on and on. Don't need to talk about that because it's been talked about every single bloody day. But yeah, Sun signing, Galini in, Gill in, hopefully Romero in. Uh, and obviously the players to come back, Session Skip in particular, and hopefully a new system, hopefully a new system and a more attacking system that we're used to. And I think it, it could be a positive season. Obviously, this top four race is every single season, it's tighter and tougher than the previous. But I don't see any reason why we can't get into that top four. Obviously, the first few games are really, really going to have a say in that because a few of them are really tough. But those tough teams, Man City, for example, you want to be playing them first. You don't want to be playing them 10 games in when they got into their rhythm and they're battering teams 4-5-0. You want to be playing them at the start of the season when they may be a little bit rusty. Um, but yeah, I'd, like I've said on here, time and time again, I'm... Uh, people call me an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm always positive that we'll win. Even if we're in a relegation battle, I think we'll win every game. I think, you know, <laughs> they depress me enough when they lose, so I don't need to <laughs> do that to myself. I think we're going to lose straight off the bat. But, yeah, I definitely think we can get top four. Uh, we need that centre-back, though. We really need that centre-back. And for me, we need a playmaker. Uh, but if we can get those... I think we could have a really good season. And certainly if we can keep Harry, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. If you get rid of a, a player of Harry, Harry Kane's calibre, you're going to struggle in, in yeah, a striker of that calibre. You're going to struggle for scoring for goals and assists and goals. That's 35 goals you get shipped out. We've already lost 16 with Bale going. Um, but yeah, I still think it could be a good season. We've got another three weeks, I think, of pre-season. So we've got Gil and Galini. We're going to be integrated. So when the season starts, they're going to be integrated in the team. Get Romero done now in the next week. So he's got time to do that as well. And any other players that you want, please get a playmaker. Uh, but yeah, hopefully 
it's going to be a good season and we'll be proud this time and this season saying come on you Spurs thanks so much for watching before you go please make sure you give the like and subscribe buttons a click any questions comments or any suggestions for future episodes if you just add those into a comment on the YouTube video if you're listening to the audio only podcast thanks so much for listening anyone who wants the audio only podcast you can get that at Apple Spotify wherever you get your audio podcast from Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at LTalk Tottenham, you can find all the information there. I'll be back soon. Until then, come on, you Spurs!